your coach, your quarterback, they've been raving about you since training camp has, has gotten underway. How has your first camp uh, as a Raider felt? It's been great so far. Um, I think the whole transition, honestly, has been uh, smoother than expected. Um, didn't know what really to expect, but transition-wise from team to team and then even um, getting the family moved out uh, to the area has been very smooth, which I think is obviously made it that much better and enjoyable and it's it's good to get into the flow of football now and um, kids will start school here in about a week or so so we'll get back to a normal life <laughs> has that been the biz- biggest obstacle though obviously you know learning the new scheme new, new coach quarterback family like life you have to get life in order for the rest of your family yeah it's a lot, obviously what a lot of people don't understand um, it's just not one person moving out here um, I know a lot of people probably in normal jobs you know get to move or I mean you think about people that live in the military, and so there's nothing that we need to be complaining about. But it is. It's finding a spot that's uh, where you want to raise your family for a couple of years still, um, a school that you want to send your kids to, and then just, you know, when, I, when you're in one town for 10 years, it's pretty easy to just slowly graduate, gradually, like, move year in to year out. But, um, but it's been smooth. Um, the guys have been great um, trying to help me out, understand, you know, where to find a place. Where some kids, where some of the guys send their kids to school. So um, there's a great veteran group around that I've been able to lean on to help that out. That town that you were referring to was a lot colder. You just, <laughs> a, a lot of times when you and it's usually some of the. Do we not mention Bay. that? Town yeah, right, right, right. Well, no, we can of course. Okay. I, I don't know if this is like a Ohio oh, State, no, no, Michigan no, no. thing. No, like, no, 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 place no, up no, north no. or something. Not at all. You you had just mentioned uh, where you were coming from, coming from the Packers. Uh, it's it's a lot colder there, and we all you know a lot of times that's the first joke. Jordy's going from Wisconsin to California. Of course, he's happy. Is that something that athletes even notice? Like is it like is it even a big deal to you guys? I mean, it's something you talk about for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you do notice it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I know I have already feel like when we go to Kansas City the last week of the season, I'm like it'll be 30 degrees. I'm like it's so cold. I'm like yeah, being out here, the weather's going to make me soft. Won't be able to handle the heat. Won't be able to handle the cold. It'll just be brutal. So, um, but it'll be different. I mean, it could be better on the body, not having to deal with that. But um, at the same time, after being in Green Bay for 10 years. Uh, as scary as it seems, you do kind of get immune to it. I mean, there's some days that are just, you know, absurdly cold, but for the most part, it's manageable. So you were so successful there. Great setup for you at Green Bay. Why here? Why did the Raiders fit you? I understand why they wanted you. Why was this a good choice for you? Um, a couple of things. I think coaching staff, uh, understanding uh, Coach Gruden and the offense that he was going to run is very similar to what we I've ran for the last 10 years. Um, different terminology, but same rounds. Um, Coach Edgar, Edgar Bennett, being as a receiver coach, it allows, you know, it's one less person I have to try to figure out, um, kind of know what his expectations are. And, um, and then obviously the quarterback, uh, Derek, and what he's been able to do in his short time in the NFL. And honestly, with where this team was two years ago, uh, right before he broke his foot or ankle. Or ankle. So um, there's a lot of things. And then uh, once I was able, when I came on my visit and looked where some of these guys live and where we ended up buying a, or getting a place, it's. Uh, I realized that, you know, it was, it was something that we could, you know, raise a family and raise our three mm-hmm. kids in for the next couple of years. So there's a lot of it. Um, obviously, they were they were the first ones on the phone and um, first visit. And, um, yeah, once all that kind of came together and I got on the visit, it, I knew it was going to be a good spot. Jordy Nelson with us here on the lowdown. You mentioned your wide receivers coach, uh, Coach Bennett. Uh, he's also has praised you a lot here during this camp. What's the uh, most important part of – developing that relationship with a new quarterback like Derek Carr 
to me, it's all just about communication. I mean, you'll eventually gather the reps, but um, it's the mental reps. Um, and if it's talking about it on the practice field, talking about it in the lunchroom, in the meeting rooms, um, during games, in between possessions, whatever it is, I think that's something that I was able to do with Aaron for 10 years in Green Bay was just constant um, communication. Um, every time, I mean, in special teams, when they're doing their stuff, I go over with the quarterbacks just to – um, hear what they're talking about, if it's certain things, certain routes, whatever it is. So um, that way you can start thinking the same way they're thinking and be on the same page. You know, I, I'm thinking from a fan perspective, we'll watch the games. We'll see a quarterback that's got a big arm or a tight spiral. and like, man, that's, that's a good-looking football. But you're on the other end of that. So is there really a difference from Aaron Rodgers, Brett Hundley last year, Derek Carr? I mean, is there a difference as a receiver the way the ball comes to you? Yeah, I mean – for the most part, obviously the ball is just a spiral ball, but um, I think it's more placement, timing, um, when they're getting the ball out, um, what they're expecting, um, you know, the way they can anticipate, the way they can read a coverage, the placement of the ball. I mean, there's all sorts of different things. And so I think in that aspect, everyone's different as a quarterback. But, um, you know, so, yeah. We talk about, as we just did, the relationship with a wide receiver and a quarterback. How much do the wide receivers work together? Like, how much do you communicate with guys like Cooper and, and, and the rest of the group that's out there? Um, a lot. I mean, you know, same thing. Meeting rooms on the field, um, watching film, whatever it is. Um, watching them do one-on-ones. Um, you know, part of, there hasn't been that much yet, just because I think we're all trying to grasp the offense, and it's hard to really try to coach up someone on a, on a route or on a, on a concept of a play when you're still trying to learn it until you fully understand what you need to do and what the coaches want you to do or how to do it, it's hard to really step up and coach. But um, it, it's starting to get to that point where um, I feel comfortable with what we're running, how Derek's wanting it done, how the coaches are wanting it done, and I can start relaying that down when I see different nuances or versus different leverages or coverages. So is there a lot of working together out on the field with you guys? Because I think we all look at it like individual matchups. It's you versus the, the cornerback. But are the three of you or, or, you know, you factor in the tight end, guys running routes, are you all working together in, in the routes that you're running? It all meshes together, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think every, obviously every play is different. I mean, there's some plays that it's strictly just one-on-one. You have to beat your guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. I mean, um, but then there's some, you know, where we switch release or um, different things like that to where, you know, you can maybe help get a rub or um, help the guy gain leverage or something, you know, something like that. So, um, it all depends on the play, but there is areas where, you know, you have more of a maybe important role of clearing it out instead of actually going to get open. But When you have strictly now we're talking one-on-one, where this, this route might be for you and it's, hey, we like the matchup, you've got to get open. Several things you can do, your speed, your strength, your wisdom of experience. How much have you studied the opponent that day when you go, this is what I'm going to do to make that key play? Uh, that's all week, um, especially once you get into the season because a lot of, you know, for as much as people think coaches come up with new plays every week, a lot of it's the same plays. Um, you'll have a handful or so of unique plays that they put in just to maybe take advantage of a scheme or a guy or whatever. But um, that's what Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is all about is um, trying to figure out how you're going to attack a DB. Um, they're going to be the same routes, but um, some guys are aggressive at the line. Some guys are, you know, play off. Some guys play inside, play outside. Use your hands, don't use your hands. So you have to get a feel for that. Um, some guys line up extremely close to the line of scrimmage. Some guys give you half a yard to a yard. So... It's all um, it's all film study. That's where becoming a pro is all about. Um, it's one thing to know the offense the way it is in the playbook. It's another thing to know um, how the quarterback wants it ran, first different coverages and leverages and being on the same page there, and then obviously taking it 
to that opponent and what they do, and then take it to the game on Sunday. Jordy Nelson with us uh, at Oakland Raider training camp in Napa. You're leaving one really tough division uh, in the NFC uh, North last year and heading into a, a, a division that feels like it's wide open this year. Uh, have you had the opportunity to look at Los Angeles, Kansas City, Denver, anything that they did last year? Um, not really, um, besides just being a sports fan and knowing mm -hmm. what happened, um, especially all the turnover feels like the division's had I mean, from Peters leaving Kansas City to leaving Denver. Um, stuff like that, and obviously the amount of turnover uh, the Raiders have had. So um, I think it's kind of, a, like you said, an open division and a new division, but at the same time it's it's going to be division games. Um, I mean, even in, in the NFC North, it didn't matter. Um, I mean, obviously we practiced against the Lions today, yeah. so I faced them for a few, quite a few years, and it didn't matter if they were, you know, 8-2 and two or 0-15. Oh mm -hmm. Like, the game was a battle, and it, it's what division games are. So those are always the fun ones, and the ones that you have to grind out for four quarters. So you had the luxury of probably doing a Lambo leap or two or ten. <laughs> you going to do a black hole leap? Any of those in your future? Scary in there, but That's, they're on your I've side. Had, I know. I've had my people giving me warnings about that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's the smartest thing to do. But, but they're like, rooting for you. Right. I'm on the good side now. Yeah. But just uh, avoid sharp objects. Somebody, yeah, uh, that's it. Might have to do some scouting, you know, during uh, warm-ups. <laughs> Where to, to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. I feel, like the walls, point. I feel like the wall's a little shorter, too, so that might be nice with the older age and uh, not having to deal with the giant wall that we have to deal with in Green Bay. How so. big? How big? That was a pretty big jump, wasn't it? Yeah, it's probably – there was areas that are better than others because uh, the field obviously crowns a little bit, especially once you get through the end zone. So if you scored a touchdown in the corner of the end zone, I mean, I feel like it's seven, seven and a half feet that you're jumping up on. Yeah. But if you up in the middle where the goalposts are, it might be more like six and a half. So, um, then they're spilling on you, grabbing oh, you. It's like well, then, well, if it's cold out, then they got ice all along the sides uh. of the snow. I mean, it's, <laughs> and that's the issue. They're so excited. They're like leaning over the wall, and yeah. you're jumping up, and they're like pushing you down at the same. It's just <laughs> sometimes it's a mess, and you feel like uh, you're being violated. <laughs> That's we should not be laughing at that whatsoever. I um, I, it, one of the running, I don't know if it's a joke, but one of the running bits on the show is that I'm a plant-based eater, and I noticed what you're drinking over here. Are you a, are you are you a plant-based eater, or is this just a, a post post-workout shake? You haven't done your background on me, have you? Uh oh. Uh oh. I what, did I, what did I do when I was a kid? Where did I grow up? Anyone You're know? Kansas, right? Mm -hmm. On a farm. Is okay. that a Kansas? Oh. <laughs> Well, that doesn't. Well, yeah, but you've been in the league. But you've been in the league a long time, man. You, you uh, get don't, once forget, don't forget where you came from. Oh, it's all okay. about no, um, I have started drinking these though because uh, just less calories, and you still have maybe even more protein than some of the other shakes that they have in there. So it's and it's. I think it's. A, uh, I think it might be a little bit smaller. Some of those are just so heavy that I can't. I just noticed guys get in the league a little bit longer. They, they start to shift the way that they eat a little bit. I just, but you can't. Big old no. steak and okay. potatoes is right That's right number one. Yeah, yeah, okay. How was how is your body different from you? I mean, like recovery is it long? I mean, is it you still feel really good at this point in your career? After I every do. practice, um, sometimes it, it varies, um, but for the most part, there's more maintenance that I do, you know, before and after, yeah. um, and that's uh, something that you realize halfway through your career um, that it's like, oh, <laughs> not so young anymore. <laughs> yeah. You focus on warming up. And honestly, I've learned even more post-practice uh, to kind of loosen back up after, you know, you know, you practice for two and a half hours and you kind of body kind of shuts down right away. So it's to roll out and stretch again and kind of get the body back going and keep moving. And um, there's a lot of obviously the technology of different things, yeah. but 
a lot of it's um, yeah recovery based to make sure you're ready to go the next day. Where do you fall in line with? I know it's for your safety and everybody's safety, but the first preseason game, a lot of flags were thrown, a lot of reviews. They're out there to protect you, but yeah. there's a fine line. Where where do you stand on that? Glad I don't play defense. Yeah, I mean we, they showed us the video last night, and, um, and those guys are put in tough situations. I think there's some things are avoidable. There's no doubt about it. I mean we experienced one last year, um, well two of them with Devonte Adams. Um, yeah, I mean those are completely avoidable, and that's the stuff that needs to be out of the game. Um, there's a lot of fast moving parts where some things you can't avoid. And I think the last thing anyone wants, I mean, we want our safety, but we also don't want a guy to get kicked out of a game for what you would deem a, a normal football play that just happens the two guys hit heads or, you know, because if both guys go down at the same, you know, yeah. you've seen it before and they've gotten flagged and there's not really much a guy can do about it. So you really don't want a game to really swing on that aspect. And um, especially for as short as guys, short of our roster is. I mean, it's not a college roster. you got a hundred and some guys that you can go three deep. I mean, all of a sudden, one guy gets kicked out of a game. You know, the guy who's backing him up plays every special team, so now he's taking more reps. So now your special teams is, you know, it just it's a trickle down effect, which then also hurts our, you know, guys and you know can cause some problems. So hopefully, it's just an emphasis. Coaches can emphasize certain things throughout practice and drills, and guys can carry it over to games, and we can still have normal football. Do you feel like you understand the rule? The helmet rule? Yeah. Um, a little bit, but I think when you have judgment in it, it's uh, it's going to be um, obviously up to that. So I think it might even be different week to week. But I think also the way that it sounded, I mean, they're going to – I don't know. I can't put words in the official's mouth. But hopefully it's like you take care of the obvious ones. And, you know, if it's gray, they're not going to be absurd with it. Sure. With at least, I think, kicking people out and suspending them. I mean, it's – yeah, that's a big punishment. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to Oakland, man. Yeah. I appreciate we it. appreciate yeah. you. Have a great season. Thank you. Be Thanks, healthy. Jordy. Will do.